The question is this. How are bikini pros of the IFBB, like us, who train, diet, manage a family, kids, full-time job, relationships, trying to succeed in our fitness journey, make it through the day, get it all done, master the stage, and still walk away humble and healthier than when we started? Finding ways to inspire others everywhere we go. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Cheryl Spangler, and welcome to Pro Bikini Insider, Secrets of the Fit Life. Hey, this is Cheryl Spangler. You guys have not heard from me in forever, but let me tell you something. I get messages from people all over the world, all times of the day and night, who have listened to my podcast, and I am so, so happy that I have opened up and talked about things that no one talks about, like their hormones and falling down and all the crazy crap you think about and go through when you're competing in bodybuilding, whether you're bikini, figure, fitness, whatever, you're still going through all the mental crap. So if you hear a bunch of people talking, dogs barking, or all kinds of crazy stuff, I am walking in the park. And uh, today's podcast is about post-competition. Post-competition. So if you haven't looked at any of my posts or maybe you saw the one tiny little, tiny little mention that I had <laughs> because I didn't talk a lot about it. I am not competing anymore. I am not competing as of the Tampa Pro, which was an amazing show, an amazing show. It was like the biggest bodybuilding bikini, actually, category in the history of bodybuilding, which is pretty amazing. History of the IFBB. So... The Tampa Pro came and went, and I had an amazing time. I didn't place, but I didn't even care. It was the experience of prepping for that show for me personally was amazing because I think in the back of my mind, I knew that I wasn't going to compete. Like, I didn't because I actually had two shows planned and had every intention of doing them. One was the Phoenix Pro, and the other was uh, something else, San Antonio or something. But I must have subconsciously knew that I was gearing up to end it after six years because I was trying to figure out what would my life be like after competing. I don't mean after this show, you know, and, oh, three months later, get back on the diet. I mean, done. No more competing. Like, what would life be like? What would I eat forever without the coach saying, get back on this diet and send me photos every Saturday, you know, where that is not sitting in your mind because obviously we know that without those check-in photos, sometimes you would, you'd, you'd splurge and cheat and eat all kinds of stuff, but you know you got to send photos and photos don't lie when you're half naked. So what would life be like after competing? And I worked on this mindset, this thought, this question, the diet. I worked on thinking of this a lot, like for at least 13 weeks. The entire time I was absolutely perfect, never cheating, in prepping for that Tampa Pro healthily. I say that healthily because without extensive supplements, but I'm not going to lie to you, I still took two supplements. I took testosterone because I have always been low ever since I tested out with Titan Medical, which they're the greatest, by the way. 
about a year and a half to two years ago, I tested so low I didn't even register. So whether I was bodybuilding or not, I was extremely low. I did I do take four milligrams of testosterone every day, which by the way I need to renew. And I took ECA, which is something I get from Titan, which I am basically under doctor supervision. I get tested every three months. And every single thing that goes in my body shows as a result the test results. So I'm always monitoring everything because I have a lot of diabetes in the family. I do not have it, but lots in the family, a lot of issues. So anyway, I tried to figure out what life would be like after bodybuilding. And so it was not a struggle. It was just like a journey in my mind. I did a lot of journaling. I did a lot of thinking about what my diet would be. Like every show, no kidding, every show up until Tampa Pro, this year, August 4th, I have rebounded. I have bloated. I have swelled up two or three sizes bigger. I have reduced my sodium, and yet still my body has a problem with it. I have eaten a ton of sugar. I have gained one time 15 to 17 pounds in a period of like 60 days, which not not that hard to do. Surprisingly, not that hard to do right? Like try losing 17 pounds. And, and so I didn't want that to happen because I was thinking to myself, well, this is the last year I'm probably going to compete in my mind. And reality was it was the last show, which I didn't think it was going to be, but then something just left me after the show. I was so satisfied after that show. And then I went out uh, to Arizona for a few days and just kind of took a break from everything. And I just knew I was done, but I wanted to do more. And I've actually struggled not in diet and, and weight and health and all that kind of crap, you know, but I have struggled in the last couple months because I don't want to stay in the bodybuilding industry as far as competing, but there's so many people that contacted me. When I was running for the cover of Health and Fitness Magazine, I was doing live streams on Facebook every night at 8 o'clock, and thousands and thousands of people, I'm not kidding you, even today, my Facebook, I'm thinking about deleting my Facebook profile and starting new because I have over 1,000 requests for friend. I can't even go through them all, and it's not because I'm super popular. I mean, it's just every Joe Blow because all my Facebook lives were at eight o'clock public. And the more you stay live, the longer you stay live, the more you're shoved through the news feeds of everyone who's friends of friends of friends of friends. So it's not like a bunch of bodybuilders are a friend of me or anyone in the health and fitness industry. It could be like the plumber down the street. So that's why I have just so many friend requests right now sitting there and I'm not even going to go through them. But the point is that I love health and fitness. I love this life. I don't really want to be on stage anymore, but there is a missing piece and it clicked for me a while ago on what it was that I wanted to do because I have basically been asked by so many people if I would be a fitness coach and I thought, you know, I'm not going to be a bikini fitness coach because, you know, that would just put me back on the stage scene and all that and, and I am 1000% positive and motivating and supporting because if your goal is to get on stage, I would do everything I can to help you. I mean, I don't have a negative 
view of anything that has to do with bodybuilding. I don't have a negative view of anything. I learned so much about myself, my body, my health, people around me, my own willpower, the strength I have. Oh, the manipulation that you're put under. Just the the manipulation that you succumb to that you cave in on, okay? It's not other people's problem. Any part of life. You are not... It's not another person's problem that you can't say no or you can't be, you know, you're not manipulated is what I'm saying. That the manipulation may be coming toward you and to you from people, different people, but it's up to you to allow it to happen to you. So I allowed it to happen to me on a very, on a level that I'm not going to talk about, but I will say that the, what I decided in was that I wanted to help post-competition bikini or other competitors because there is because what happened after Tampa Pro was I didn't have a rebound. I didn't have gain a bunch of weight. I didn't even have any bloating. I didn't have sugar problems. I mean, what was going on? So I have analyzed everything I've done, everything I did before the show and for years I dealt with this. How will I ever end bodybuilding because my body will never be the same again? No, that is not true. So I know exactly what I did. I'm going to share what I did. I'm going to share everything, but it's way more than I can go in this one podcast. And I am going to work with people, women, girls, ladies. I'm going to work with people post-competition, fitness and health. So I am doing fitness coaching for the post after bodybuilding woman. So if you're head over into bodybuilding right now and you're just all about the stage, you tell me and connect with me because I want to support the heck out of you. But when you decide that it's about time that you want to just do something else, right? Find another hobby. I'm not saying don't work out because trust me, I'm all about working out still five to six days a week. Sometimes only three. I'm saying when you decide that you do not want to be on stage anymore and you want to take your fitness in a new level and then, and maybe your fitness in a new direction, like maybe you just work out with your partner or maybe you go and try doing marathons. I mean, whatever it is you do, you're going to do. You know in your mind that you're coming to the end of the actual competing. You call me. You call me. And until then, if you're not ready now, Keep up with my podcasts, keep up with my YouTube videos, and keep up with my blog because I am going to lay it all out and I'm going to share everything about what got me to Tampa Pro as a mess, what fixed my problems, and how after Tampa Pro I did not have any water retention, which blew me away. And... I'm going to help anyone, any girl who is currently deciding that they don't want to actually compete, right? And they they want to know life and post-competing. And so if you're post-competing, if you have just finished your last show, if you have just finished your last show and you're two months out, if you're having problems, whatever it is, go to my website. It's www.inspirefitlife.com. Dot com. It's also linked in my bio on my Instagram, Cheryl Spangler Fit. My YouTube is Cheryl Spangler Fit. And my Facebook page is Cheryl Spangler Fit. 
Funny thing is, I named my Facebook page years ago called Inspire a Fit Mind, Body, and Soul. And that is what it's going to take after competing to get back on track, you know? There's always going to be some things that you're going to question. You're never going to be completely the same. And that is actually a good thing. Because how we have changed, this is going to make us healthier for the rest of our life if we do things right. And so, anyway, go to my website and check it out. It's very simple. And it's where I would ask you to say, which one of these girls are you? And when you go choose the one that you are, where are you at right now? Then uh, you click on the button under it. But anyway, my website is inspirefitlife.com. And I'm going to be talking a lot about everything before, during, and after. But mostly the one thing I think is missing from absolutely everything out there, which is how to handle post-competing life. And I don't mean you are currently in gains. Okay, you're not in gains where you're in the two or three months that you're basically busting your ass and eating a bunch of food and trying to get bigger. You are post-competing. Competing is no longer in your life, but you loved it, but now you've moved on. That's who I want to work with. So after you go to Inspire Fit Life, say hi to me on Instagram. Did you know that I respond to absolutely everyone if you message me, I don't care if I get to millions of subscribers. I don't even care. I don't care who follows me, but I like when people need something and ask me something and I respond because that's basically what I'm all about. I do life coaching. I do fitness coaching. I do business coaching. But right now, you will probably come to me when you need fitness coaching. But I'm going to tell you that you're going to need fitness and life coaching. And that's what I actually do. That is the thing that draws people to me. And it's the thing that I needed the most after competing. So I am super excited to talk to everyone. Check it out. Check me out. Say hi. And send me a message.